Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Deacon Hoover Radio Network. This is your host, Adam, with the star of the show, Alex Deacon, the Deacon of Real Estate. Alex, what's going on? Adam, good to see you. It's Look, fine Monday afternoon. It is a fine Monday afternoon. Yes, it is. Um, unless you're a Raider fan, then it's not that fine, But um, like myself. But well, I'm not, so. What we're looking at today, Alex, is we just want to give a little short uh, tutorial, hoping that people go to our website, dhrea.com forward slash learn. Uh, we're going to talk about what is an acceptable ROI. Uh, we want to know what's an acceptable form of you know what, what your return on investment. What are you looking to get back? Um, this is going to be a little short teaser uh, because we definitely want you to go to our website and check out the full length version. Uh, we did a good 45 minute tutorial on this mm -hmm. um, and it's it's very informative. I think you guys are really going to dig it. Um, Alex, let's give them a quick, uh, a quick synopsis though of what to expect when they go to our website and uh, and they dive into it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so this, this ROI, ROI thing, right? Return on investment. Um, the one thing I talk about in some of my sessions with you know, we have we have seminars and workshops. Uh, what is an investment? That's a good thing to think about, right? right? It's not just money. It's time. What's the most precious thing that we all have? It's time. Okay? So your investment is not just about... ROI is not just a number. It's how much quality time can you have with your family, your mother, your kids, your children, your friends. How much... that That's your return on investment, you know? Uh, the number is also part of it because that's the that's how you measure it. That's yeah. the business side of it. But what I'm trying to do is get people to think a little bit because ROI can vary from investor to investor. It, it an ROI numbers wise, not time wise, can vary from are you like a super wealthy person who does ha not have the time to devote to any of this and just wants to rely on their team members to help them find properties and get a a fair rate of return along with the uh, benefits of owning real estate for tax reasons and uh, the benefits of real estate as far as appreciation reasons because real estate always appreciates. Yeah, it goes up and down, but it always appreciates. It never goes down in value. Over a 100-year span, it's going to go up in value, right? right? It might drop for 10 years and then go back up. So, Or are you new to the business and this is your first deal and you don't know where to look, how to look, what to look for, and one of your questions is, what should my rate of return be? What should my rate on, you know, return on investment be? And that's a loaded question because it depends on your comfort level. If you're buying in an A area, which is a highly desirable area, high average income, low crime grade school districts, or are you buying in a D area, which is high crime, low household income, and generally a depressed you know, not a whole lot of economic anything going on in that area. And all those factors, based on how much money you make, how much time you have, how much education you have in this business, uh, where you're going to buy an A, B, C, or D area, will all dictate what your ROI should be. And that's in the long version, we kind of go into that mm -hmm. in much more detail. Yeah. And, you know, with that, I mean, we in, in the long version, we've talked about a bunch of different things down to where highways are being built, to where new, you know, uh, factories are being built, and, you know, things of that nature. Are those good areas? Are they bad areas? You know, mm -hmm. the, the pros and cons of, of those. Um, the one constant that I've noticed, though, is, you know, when it comes down to it, it really is, and we, we talk about this almost every every one of these that we do, but it really is just trusting your instincts and, and being comfortable with where you're at. Don't, you know, you always want to think big. 
but be realistic. You know, mm-hmm. it's okay. It's okay to know that it's not. You're not gonna make. If you're gonna spend the time to think, you might as well think big. There right? you go. Yes, but sir. But you have to, you know, sprinkle in uh, some humility. Sprinkle in knowing what your know what your limitations are. Make sure your expectations are realistic. And that all comes with time. That all comes with knowledge based uh, building your team. Your team members know their sector of the business. Your accountant knows his business. Your attorney knows their business. Your agent's real good at this particular area of, of Pittsburgh. And all that along with over time, you'll be able to build those, what you call them, instinct muscles. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to build those instinct muscles. Those are muscles. And you have to build them, but that, that comes with intense training. And that's in, in at the end of the day, I mean that's that's something that never let ego get in the way, but kinda have an ego too. Think know that you can get it done. Have confidence in yourself, mm-hmm. but always keep, you know, expectations tempered and you know, like we said, be realistic. So being this is a short version, let's just let's go right into what's acceptable ROI. Mm-hmm. We'll do it real quick, we only have a few minutes left. Um, if you're bu- it generally speaking, you're buying in a really good area, high average income great school district, highly desirable neighborhood, low crime, you're going to get a lower ROI. You're probably going to get single digits. You know, it could be 2 3%, could be maybe 7 8 9%. It just depends. Either one's good because those areas are doing nothing but going up in value and they're very safe. They're easy to get in and out of because they're high demand so you can buy it and sell it. No problem. Low risk. Um, then we're going to jump to the lower side of the spectrum, which is low-income neighborhoods, higher crime, poor school districts. Those areas you're going to have many more social and economic issues that you wouldn't have to deal with in the higher-priced areas. So take into that in consideration and your intense management of those properties, which is going to be you know a lot harder to manage. You're going to want a higher return. So I would say if you're in a, an area like that, you're going to easily want into the double digits, whether it's 11% or 19%. Okay, and at the, and the other, the caveat to that is what's coming up around the bend that could cause those areas to increase in value tremendously. Because the most gain is usually made from buying a property that's in a really poor area and a bad area, but just around the bend is this huge economic development. That's the crystal ball that. Everybody thinks they have, but that's, that's a tough one. So you buy in a lower desirable area, expect a higher ROI. Never buy something, in my opinion, in an area that's really low economically and just and bank on something happening. Because right. what if that something doesn't happen? Okay? So, and then the final thing is, for me, doing this as long as I've been doing it, I like to get infinite ROI. So I like to use other people's money to buy, other people's money to rehab, and then I like to get the properties tenanted, get a track record with those tenants in that property for maybe three to six months, depending on the lender, then refinance out of it, get all of my money back that I've borrowed, and then repeat it. Do it again. It's 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 nothing new. I didn't I didn't create this, I didn't invent this. It's really basic to understand, but that's where you want to get to. But you can't get to that from, oh, I'm going to buy my first investment property today and just you know zero money down. Just work work into it. Know your limitations. 
go slow, build your team, but ultimately you want to get infinite rate of rate on your um, investment. Okay. And we do a really good job. And, and Alex, you explain uh, you explain that the the pros and cons of good areas versus the less desire, less desirable areas. Um, I mean, guys, this is something that you will definitely want to go to our website uh, dhrea.com forward slash learn. You're going to want to make sure that you listen to this the full length version um, of the of what is acceptable uh, return uh, return on investment. Uh, we we dial dive deep into it. I mean, it's a good like forty five minutes that we go into mm-hmm. this, Alex. I mean, you did a wonderful job. Even to uh, a, a newbie like myself, uh, it really helped me learn a little bit more about uh, about the business and, and about investing. Um, so, guys, I mean, I, I can't say this enough. You guys know you guys know that we're dealing with a real estate genius right here. So let's. Uh, when, let, when is when is he coming? Uh, I, I don't know. I think he's a couple minutes late. Okay, but it's it's all right. Though. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll keep going without him. Um, <laughs> but listen, you you guys know you, you love him, you, you respect him. Uh, check us out at dhrea.com forward slash learn. Make sure that uh, you are subscribing to us on iTunes, Google Play, Podomatic, uh, uh, Spreaker. Go to your favorite podcasting service, search Deacon Hoover, look for us, we should be on there. Uh, give us a like, give us a comment, you know, leave us leave us some words of encouragement, leave us some criticisms, and you know, hey, leave us uh, some topics maybe you guys want to learn about. Um, we are here at your disposal uh, to, to teach you guys some things. So, uh, for Alex, for myself, and for everyone else here at Deacon Hoover Real Estate Advisors, thank you so much for tuning into this this abbreviated short today, and we will see you next time.